Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Now he carries through center, handing to Buchnevich, right back to Thomas, spinning between the leg feet. Tarasenko scores! What a feed from Thomas to Tarasenko! In one motion, he spins through his forehand, beats Swayman, blocker side. Blues retake the lead, 3-2 with 1.48 left in the second. Kerker and Smallman here on 101 ESPN. Michelle Smallman and Chris Kerber with you this morning. And that was the voice of Ryan Smith. He's the play-by-play voice for the Springfield Thunderbirds. That's when he was uh, doing some play-by-play for the St. Louis Blues with Chris Kerber. And Ryan joins us right now on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Ryan, good morning. How are you doing? Good morning. It is uh, hard to be... Anything less than elated after the way yesterday went. Absolutely. Well, the Calder Cup Finals, the Springfield Thunderbirds and the Chicago Wolves, the Thunderbirds take it four to five in overtime, Ryan. And just kind of take us through your emotions in calling that game. Well, the weirdest thing of it all, uh, to be perfectly honest, and I was talking with a few people from our staff and our team about it yesterday, even when the Thunderbirds fell behind 4-2 immediately into the third period, I never felt worried. For some reason, the way this team has bounced back and been resilient all year, I never thought for even a moment, not even 4-2 down on the road against the top team in the American League, I never thought for a moment they were out of the game. And they clearly felt the same way because they got one right back, eventually tied the game with the goaltender, pulled, got the overtime winner from a rookie defenseman who hasn't even played 30 games professionally yet. It's just... There's something special that I can't put my finger on about this team that now has them back in the driver's seat with home ice advantage in the finals and three wins away from uh, the first Calder Cup in the history of the Blues time in the American Hockey League. I love the fact, Ryan. Uh, first off, good to talk with you, my man. I hope you're having. I know you're having a blast. So this is great. Um, I, I threw this out on Twitter a, a few days ago. Just because of the history of it, not not just the history, but how much I love these guys. But so the last time the St. Louis Blues top minor league affiliate won a championship was when Bobby Plager won it in the International Hockey League with the Peoria Rivermen and Kelly Chase and Tony Twist and Nelson Emerson and and that entire team uh, that that they had there in Peoria. But at the same time, that same year, the Springfield Indians won the Calder Cup. That's the last time a Springfield franchise, they went from the Indians to the Falcons to the Thunderbirds. That's the last time a Springfield franchise won the Calder Cup. And Jimmy Roberts, Bobby's teammate and, and the first ever blue, you know, coached that team. So it's been that kind of a long run. And, and this was a franchise that you guys last year did not play because of COVID. So a, a special run going there. What has the atmosphere in Springfield been like? And, and has have the fans kind of you know, come out of the woodworks for you all. Yeah. And the support is there in Springfield. It might only be a city of about 150 K at the most, 
but man, do they know how to show out and show the love for their team. It's been a charter member of the American Hockey League, as you know, for the better part of uh, 85 plus years. And it's been so obvious from the very start of this season, the first year of the T-Birds affiliation with the Blues, that there's just been something different this year. And we felt it from the very beginning. Maybe it was partially due to all the time people had to wait to get a team back after not playing last year due to COVID. Uh, Maybe it was partially that. Maybe it was uh, new players, a new roster, uh, sort of new blood infused into it all. Uh, A great combination of veteran leaders and young prospects on the rise. And it has just been better than anything we could have dreamed. Uh, I think we knew early on that we were going to have a playoff team. I don't know how realistic we thought early on this team could do the things that they're doing right now all the way into the Calder Cup Finals. But with each passing win in these playoffs, we're just hearing about it more and more and more. After we clinched the Eastern Conference title, I believe the next day, I think we had generated something to the tune of $80,000 worth of tickets sold to games three, four, and five of the Calder Cup wow. Finals within 24 wow. hours. Well, that's great. And so if, if that's any sign, now the home ice advantage is back in Springfield. It's likely going to be three sold-out barns at the old Civic Center, now, of course, the Mass Mutual Center. And the Wolves, I don't know if the Wolves know what they're in for when this series goes back to Springfield on Wednesday. Ryan Smith, the play-by-play voice of the Springfield Thunderbirds, which are the Blues AHL affiliate, with us here on 101 ESPN talking about the Calder Cup finals between the Thunderbirds and the Chicago Wolves. Now, Ryan, Curbs and I were talking about this earlier in the show. A familiar name at the, with the Thunderbirds right now is James Neal, who's been really contributing in a lot of different ways. What has it been like for this team to have a veteran presence like James Neal in the fold? Well, what I've told people about Nealer is Everything you think you know about an NHL veteran who's played almost 900 games in the show, two Stanley Cup final appearances, the assumption I'm sure everybody makes is, why on earth does he want to play in the American Hockey League at this stage of his career? He must be miserable down there. Could not possibly be further from the truth. Ever since he's arrived, there's been a camaraderie between James and this entire team. He's brought in that experience that, not that this team didn't already have a boatload of American Hockey League experience, but he sort of brought in that extra bit of life that's been infused into everything. And people forget, uh, James Neal's still looking for his first professional title. Yeah, he was in the Stanley Cup final twice, but he lost both times. And I'm sure he would love me bringing that up to him at any point. <laughs> but he has just been a consummate pro with these guys. What a great resource for young prospects, especially, to lean on for guys like Hugh McGing, like Nikita Alexandrov, young guys up and down this lineup. What a great presence to learn from someone who's been to the very top, someone who's been an all-star in the NHL, someone who has been so, so close to lifting the Stanley Cup, and someone who has years' worth of experience that you can draw from. And he has been a huge, and not just for what he does on the ice, he's been a huge piece to what has allowed this team to go on this run in the playoffs. Hey, the Blues acquired Will Bitten from Minnesota, and I know he's had a huge player. He had the, he had the four goals in the one game, so he's got seven goals in the playoffs, but he's got twelve points in fourteen games. Now, here's a guy that being right now in his what is his fifth season in, in the American Hockey League. Is he still a player you think that has the ability to make the jump up? 
Well, I'll tell you what. He has got some eyeballs on him now. That is for sure. He talked about it when the trade was made. He kind of had hit, I guess, more or less the end of his line with the Minnesota organization. And you could feel it as soon as he arrived in Springfield that uh, he was ready for a fresh start. Kind of the same way Charlie Lindgren was looking for a fresh start uh, from Montreal to St. Louis. And ever since Will has arrived, he has, no matter what role he has been asked to play, he has just been uh, un. There's no word to describe how vital he has been to this run. He is the type of player that if you're an opponent, it just drives you mad. It's like having gnats all over you, and no matter what you do, whacking and swatting and running away and trying to get underwater, no matter where you are, they always seem to find a way to be up in your hair and in your face and in your eyes, driving you insane. And that's the best way I can describe Will Bitten as a hockey player. He's not, I wouldn't call him Brad Marchand level test goon-like in that way, but he's someone who finds a way to, uh, the running joke with us is that he finds a way to accidentally on purpose find a way to end up in a goaltender's crease or a goaltender's net at least once a game. And it drives the opposing goalies absolutely crazy. And after Alexei Torobchenko earned his place in St. Louis and pretty much ensured that Springfield wouldn't see him again. Will Bitten has filled in in that role on the right side with Dakota Joshua and Mackenzie McEachern. I said coming into this series and throughout these playoffs, those three have been the most important players, certainly out of the forward group here for the T-Birds because uh, they're a puck possession machine in the offensive zone. And not only that, all three of them hit you, all three of them drive you crazy, and all three of them provide something a little bit different. And that trio has really been one of the, I would say, one of the two or three biggest reasons the Thunderbirds are where they are right now. Last thing for Ryan Smith, the play-by-play voice of the Springfield Thunderbirds here on 101 ESPN. And Ryan, with Billy Huso's future with the Blues in question this offseason, a lot of people are wondering about Charlie Lindgren and Joel Hofer. So can you give us a scouting report of both of those two goalies and what you've seen out of them in Springfield? Well, folks in St. Louis saw a brief, uh, a brief but fantastic run from Lindgren back in the late fall, early winter, and he has not stopped from that point forward. In the league, he was top three in the American League all year in both save percentage and goals against average. Joel Hofer, after going through a little bit of growing pains in the middle of his first full season, he has turned it on down the stretch, and in these playoffs when Lindgren uh, was forced up into St. Louis, the backup for Huso for the remainder of the Colorado series. Uh, Joel Hofer took his opportunity and ran with it. He pretty much single-handedly swept the Charlotte Checkers, a team that had won the Thunderbirds division, granted by virtue of a tiebreaker, which I think the T-Birds were a little peeved about that, and they showed who the true champions of the Atlantic were in that <laughs> series in a hurry. In the Eastern Conference Final, both of them split the nets. Both of them had times where Things were a little troublesome for them, but the next guy up in the rotation answered the bell for his teammate and picked up the slack. And they're two different goalies in the way they play the game. Joel Hofer's much bigger, more technically sound, economical in his movements, and an amazing, amazing puck handler. Charlie Lindgren's more of the smaller net miner, but the fighter, the uh, battler in the crease who sometimes has to get acrobatic to make saves that, you don't know how he finds a way to make them, but he does. And 
I think no matter what happens, if the Blues are able to re-sign Charlie Lindgren and everything I gather is that Charlie would love to stay in this organization, and how could you not, the way his career has really turned itself around this year, I tend to believe that Lindgren, and I have no insider knowledge of this being true whatsoever, but my gut is telling me Charlie Lindgren would be back as a number two behind Jordan Bennington, and it allows Joel Hofer, who's still just 21 years of age, mind you, to get another year to marinate in the American Hockey League. And I think the Blues goaltending situation is a pretty pretty strong one, certainly in the short-term future. Great stuff from Ryan Smith, the voice of the Springfield Thunderbirds here on 101 ESPN. And again, the Calder Cup Finals happening right now between the Springfield Thunderbirds and the Chicago Wolves. Game two is tonight at 8 p.m. Thanks so much for the time, Ryan. We appreciate it, and we'll be paying attention to the Thunderbirds for sure. Thanks so much, you guys. Thanks for having me. A lot of great info, Curbs, on what's Uh, going on in Springfield. He does a great job for them. And so many of those players the Blues fans are familiar with and will be familiar with in the future. Kessel's goal, that overtime goal, and and the kid played at UMass. I mean, it's just there's some really neat stories going on down there. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The College Football Playoff Committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the College Football Playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Hey, hon, what you doing with your fun? Do flowers have best friends? I don't know. Hey, look. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.